Hey everybody, welcome to the Mission District podcast. I'm really excited to get started. Before we do, I just wanted to talk about um, something that just happened. I actually was recording yesterday and I went to the liquor store on the corner of the office that I'm recording at and I bought these little portable mixed drinks and they're called Buzz Balls, Have a Ball, and they're basically like little cocktails in this circular portable can of goodness and uh, I got a couple pina colada ones and I didn't realize how strong they were because I got like lit yesterday um and I go again today because I was nervous to try and re-record um and the lady at the liquor store was the same gal and she recognized me and she looked at my ID and she was like you were just here yesterday and she looked at me with judgment in her eyes and I'm just like realizing this podcast is kind of like a first date for me where I'm just extremely nervous I'm thinking about all the ways it could go wrong um and I'm drinking heavily and I don't recommend that um but it's it's where we're at we're going to be real and transparent here. Um, so to no one's surprise, I don't know what that story had nothing to do with anything. Anyways, I just want you to know I'm nervous. <laughs> to no one's surprise, um, this podcast is a day late. Um, anyone that knows me knows I am frequently late to all the things. It's something I'm going to be working on because I know it's a really obnoxious quality to have. Um, and I hate that I do that to people. It's disrespectful. So I'm going to work on that. Not today, obviously. Today's not the day because... Here we are a day late. Um, We had a couple of technical difficulties trying to upload the podcast. And after thinking about it a little bit, I realized how stiff and rigid my recordings were yesterday. Um, I have a script of some of the bullet points that I wanted to touch on. But I was just so nervous um, that I was reading it word for word and I wasn't injecting any of my personality, which is kind of why I wanted to do this so people get a good idea of uh, what they're in store for if they listen. So, you know, my random liquor store story that actually wasn't that funny, but I just, the judgment in her eyes seemed relatable. Um, But stuff like that, just going off the rails, that's what you can expect. so I still have a pina colada here, and if I, I'm just saying, these were like $4 and like 15% alcohol, so it's just very, this is strong, it's so strong, um, but I'm really excited to get started. Um, I wanted to do a brief little intro, just so you know who I am, what I'm about, and what I'm hoping to accomplish with this podcast. Um, this podcast, honestly, is probably some sort of life crisis like i'm gonna be 27 at the end of this year and i am convinced that i am deep sea diving into my late 20s which means i'm right around the corner from 30 and i am going to have a full crisis at 30. just anyone that knows me be prepared i'm gonna be a mess it's gonna be weird like it's gonna get real weird i'm gonna i'm gonna have a problem um so i'm turning 27 in december and i'm already starting on that downward slope of like what am i gonna do with my life like i need to have purpose and that's kind of where this is stemming from um i really need to go to therapy i say that a lot and i I really mean it i do i need to go to therapy um but this seemed more fun so this is what we're doing and i'm excited that you're listening um For those of you that don't know me, I'm going to pretend as if more than just my close friends and family are listening to this. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Asia. Um, I am local to Sacramento, born and raised, and I'm actually, um, I visited or I've lived in a couple of those cities. I was um, in San Francisco for a while, and then I recently lived in Portland as well. So I have city hopped a little bit, and 
the purpose behind starting this podcast is for me to do a little ranting. I like to rant. Part of my Instagram is just me complaining about shit, which like is annoying, but I hope it comes across funny. Some people have found it amusing, so I figured we'd try a different kind of platform. But I also want to rave about some of my passion projects and things that are happening in the creative community and the creative industry, um, and also some local community endeavors. So I am currently back in Sacramento, super excited about it. Um, But I want to talk about things that are happening in Sacramento and in San Francisco because I'm so close to San Francisco and San Francisco has my heart. Um, Always has, always will be, but unreasonable to live there. I also really want to get involved in some Sacramento and San Francisco volunteer work. Volunteering something that's always been super important to me. I've just never had the time to dedicate to it. And that's probably a lie. Honestly, I think people work full time and have families and probably still find time to volunteer, but that was my excuse. So I'm going to look into some volunteer work and also just raising awareness and supporting some local small businesses. Um, I happen to be friends with a lot of people that are pursuing their passions and they have small businesses that I try to support and buy from so I can spread the word about how fucking fantastic they are. And, you know, I'm hoping they do the same for me and we can help support what we have going on rather than supporting all the local big chains big box stores which we know we're gonna go to like target forever and always will have my heart but if i can buy some clothes locally and assist a family who is trying to get by in sacramento i'd rather do that um the first thing i wanted to go into uh, along with this intro is just being fully transparent about how fucking terrified i am to do this um i don't know i'm just kind of worried about what people are going to think of it and that's new for me because I usually don't give a shit about what anyone thinks of me like my my grandma who was the greatest woman on earth unfortunately she passed away five years ago but anyway she was amazing if you knew her it was a blessing but she always told me that you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea right so some people are going to love me some people are going to hate me If you have an extreme personality, it's probably going to be pretty polarizing differences. Um, But for those that don't find me massively annoying, I'm hoping you enjoy this avenue that I am trying to pursue. And honestly, there's just something very vulnerable to me about choosing this sort of platform um, and putting it out there in a public capacity and just hoping that people connect with me or relate to what I'm saying Um, because you might not like you might find this uninteresting you might think I'm being narcissistic uh, or you might just think it's uninspiring like why am I listening to this she's rambling Um, and it might be all those things to you I hope it's not like I hope you find something of value but it might be all those things but the reason I'm doing it is because a few years ago I had a very brief stint on the radio and it just opened this overwhelming desire for me to be heard. And when I say that, I just mean I want people to know where I'm coming from and for them to feel like I can provide something of value. Even if that value is being understood or relating or hearing where you're coming from or just giving you a little laugh when you need it. Because honestly, I'm not hilarious, but I'm good for a chuckle or two. Like I... Like, you might snort. Like, if I can get you to snort, honestly, that's one of my biggest goals in life is just to get people 
to do the pig snort every once in a while because then it's like blackmail but like friendship blackmail it's like I know you're kind of gross sometimes but I'm also kind of gross sometimes and anyways I'm hoping that people like what I'm doing to some degree Um, and this is just the very first episode I'm not expecting it to be dynamic Um, I have a few different things I want to talk about and they're a little scattered so as we go along I'm hoping to get things a little more streamlined where I will have an exact idea of what I want to talk about going into and I really want to get other people on the show where it's not just me talking because I could talk all day every day Um, but it might not be interesting to you to just have my perspective and my opinion and I think it's good to have maybe an opposing viewpoint on certain things or a collaborative viewpoint when you're talking about the creative industry or volunteer work or when you're just talking about things that are happening politics unfortunately is pretty um it's pretty popular right now because bad things are happening and people have very strong opinions on it as they should and it would just be nice to have someone else uh give their feedback and go back and forth so eventually i'm hoping to include guests as well um so you guys have a variety of things to listen to another piece of the background that i forgot to mention was the reason i decided to name this the mission district i mean obviously i'm living in sacramento right now but i did live in san francisco for a bit and the mission district was one of the first neighborhoods that i really fell in love with there is something gritty about the mission district and it has a lot of character if you've ever been there and i'm hoping that i'm able to bring some of that character and grit to this podcast that's that's the idea behind what i'm doing and i'm hoping to accomplish that along the way i'm also planning to end each episode you know something i didn't intend like plan for is that when you're talking like spit gathers in your mouth and you don't want to clear your throat on the air but like how do you do it do you just like over here it's just, I wasn't planning for this so if you hear me pause it's just me swallowing um anyways I'm planning to end each episode with hashtag what's your mission so I can highlight the mission statements of local businesses or current goals that I'm working towards or that you're working towards I just want it to be very forward focused I want to be thinking about what we're gonna do what we want to do how we're gonna accomplish it and uh I don't know. I just want it to be motivating. I really want people to listen to this and think like, okay, this is what I need to start doing to get to where I want to be because I don't know how to do that either. I'm, I'm very, I just started referring to myself as a creative, right? Um, that's a term that's used popularly. A lot of people refer to themselves as creatives. I never did because I felt like it was cocky. Like if someone else says, Hey, you're creative. It's a compliment. I'm like, Oh my God, thank you so much. I love you. But if I call myself a creative, it feels conceited. And I never want to come across conceited. However, I'm starting to have a different viewpoint on it where I think that it's more confidence. I like what I do. I'm hoping other people like what I do. Um, So I'm calling myself a creative. I'm like, yes, I am creative. I sometimes have creative and original thoughts that some people enjoy. So I am a creative, but I'm very confused on my direction that I'm going. That's why I am sticking my hands in a bunch of different uh, buckets, so to speak, because I do photography. I am primarily a wedding and couples photographer, and I love the shit out of what I do. I get to document people so in love and obsessed with each other and their families and there's crying and emotional moments. And I just, I am so happy to have that part of my life. At the same time, I wanted to do more and I feel like 
I fell in love with audio and I fell in love with radio and I broadcasting isn't something that's super popular anymore but if you're good at it you're good at it and people love you and that's kind of what I'm hoping for and I might not get there but that's what I'm hoping for um anyways so yeah I'm planning to end oh (laughs) this will happen a lot um so confused creative that's kind of what I identify as right now because I'm trying I'm trying to navigate my path in this creative industry and there's a lot of options creatives it covers a broad span of what makes you creative and that's amazing to me because that means you have a lot of opportunity to find where you fit and find where you excel and I'm in a very confused space where I am doubting myself I am doubting my skills because there are so many amazing people around me and I'm trying to flip that perspective so that's not what I'm focused on I want to be very inspired about around uh, the artists that I have the pleasure of either knowing personally or following, you know, watching their growth and them expanding their passion. Anyways, oh God, I hope I don't say anyways a lot, but I'm probably going to. Um, so one of the first things I wanted to talk about is uh, feeling lost in your career. It kind of ties hand in hand with being a confused creative. Um, so money versus passion has always been a huge crossroad for me money has always been the absolute most important thing in my in my world um i've always been money motivated i have job hopped a ton city hopped a bit and i always had it in my mind that i needed to make this amount of money by this age in order to be considered successful that's what i needed to do and i was able to accomplish that there was a point in portland where i was looking at my bank account and how much I was making. I was an accountant at 26 and I was making all this money and I wasn't happy with what I was doing professionally. I just wasn't happy. I was making the money I had, the income, and I thought that was what I needed. And it just, I didn't feel anything. Um, And it just kind of started making me reconsider what my goals were. I had this um, opportunity at first to do a marketing guru Uh, type position for a company in San Francisco. I was really excited about that. Unfortunately, it fell through, but I still have really good connections with that company. And I'm just, it made me realize how much I want to do that. I want to create content. I want to create photo content, audio content, written content. I want to create and work with these brands and these companies to build something um, that other people are going to appreciate, help those companies and businesses excel uh, through my work because they appreciate what I do. And I really love that idea. Um, and honestly, I got to this moment when all of that went down that I was like, okay, well, what now? And this isn't supposed to be some self-help book. This isn't where I tell you what you should do now because I don't know what the fuck to do. Um, I'm in a very what now phase of my life, which is where the podcast comes in. Because this makes no sense financially. What I'm doing, talking to you, using this platform is zero chance it has zero chance of me profiting right now and that was something that was never within my prison like if I'm not making money doing it why the fuck am I doing it uh but my perspective has shifted I think a lot of um marketing nowadays has these avenues that might not initially start making you money but the more you do it the more you invest in your marketing and your um all of the platforms available to you it could become a business I've been listening to a lot of Gary Vee Uh, which is probably not good for me because I am convinced at this moment that I can do anything. I can accomplish 
anything I want because I am young and I am determined and we're gonna fucking make it. Like I am so pumped to do this because I've been listening to motivational stuff that tells me I can do it. Um, and I think anyone who wants to do a thing or is not happy with where they're currently at should also have that same motivation. Even if you kind of suck, you'll figure that out and you'll try something else. And uh, at least you tried. Um, anyways, it's also been, you know, I've, I've, I know the possibility of me falling directly on my face is, there's a good possibility of it. There's, I could end up being a giant loser um, and failing, but at least I tried. You know, like I'm getting all the way outside of my comfort zone. I am doing something that I have never considered doing in my 26, almost 27 years. And not many people have the guts to even try because they're worried they're going to fail or they're worried what people are going to think. So I feel like I'm already ahead of them. And I think others who are doing the same are ahead of those who are too scared to do so. Um, I... I'm going to shoot my shot and we're going to see where it ends up. And it's also been super inspiring for me to see my friends doing some of the same things. I do have a lot of friends who are putting themselves out there and they're exploring their passions. They're jumping into new adventures. Like I have one friend, her name's Alexa. She's amazing, but she's an insane artist and illustrator. And I have never been more inspired by someone putting their work out there to the public and just making these boss moves. Like, she is the shit. She's making boss moves. She's learning and growing and figuring how, how this social media thing ties into marketing. And she's really doing it. She's just very, it's very inspiring to see my friends so motivated because it motivates me. They're stepping up to the plate with these big cojones, these just giant brass balls. Like, they're going to take over the world. And I'm stepping up next to them with my little balls, my little cojones. I'm just like, okay, let's try this, I think. Like, so I'm just, I'm very inspired. I think you should surround yourself with people that have the same goals as you. They don't have to be the exact same, but at least that are inspired and are taking initiative to try and do what they love. Um, and I'm very blessed. And I hope to meet more of those in Sacramento. Honestly, I hear the photography community is thriving here I hear just there's more creatives that even Alexa has introduced me to that's been amazing for me because it makes me want to do better and I like being around that kind of energy um so we're hoping for the best I will check back in a year or five to let you know if I was a miserable failure um hopefully I'm not but I could be uh something I wanted to jump into that is not at all along the lines of feeling lost in your career because I think you can expand on that um so unfortunately I have no like formal broadcasting experience so instead of like making a smooth transition into the next topic which is probably what they're trained to do I'm gonna make harsh left and right turns so these aren't gonna be like these easy like oh speaking of such and such this is what I want to talk about next and it's gonna be like this is what I'm talking about next so bear with me I'm gonna get better at this I swear uh, but something that did come up this weekend that I would love to talk about is this phrase, misfit culture. Um, I was actually reading in the San Francisco edition of Drift Magazine. They interviewed the founder of Blue Bottle Cafe. I don't know if you've been to Blue Bottle, um, but it's an amazing coffee shop in San Francisco. They have super strong, super thick mochas, delicious, highly recommend. Um, but I was looking through this book and I actually I ended up purchasing it 
purely for photo inspiration. Um, something I want to do with this podcast is focus on a more simple, minimalist type of photography, just a documentary and lifestyle. I just want it to be simple, very different than my photography business. That is my goal for this look. And this coffee table book happened to have the same kind of look to it and it was San Francisco based and they're talking about coffee which I am obsessed with I have a problem but anyways and not only do they talk to you about all these different kinds of coffee drinks within the city that you should try and I plan to try each and every one they also have a lot more to this book than I was expecting I uh, went in, like I said, expecting just some great photography, and they have so, such good photography. I'm such a sucker for good photos. Um, but they have such good photography. They also talk to a lot of CEOs, a lot of founders, a lot of employees about the business side of things. So it's not just, hey, here's some shit about coffee. It's also, hey, this is how we became a big brand. This is how San Francisco embraced us. This is It's, it's very good business advice and perspectives that you didn't think about. They interview a lot of these people. Not only that, they talk a lot about the gentrification in San Francisco and the community. And I will be the first to admit that I am very uninformed when it comes to gentrification. I'm not a huge fan of how quickly people drop that phrase. Like I hear gentrification so frequently and it's usually with little context. It's just like, I know this fancy word and let me drop it here because I think this is an example of gentrification, but let me not go into it so no one's educated on it. And for people like me who maybe aren't educated on what gentrification is or how it relates to whatever people are talking about, I think it's nice going into it because that's not something, it's something that I am now informed of when it comes to San Francisco specifically. But I'm starting to hear that term in reference to Sacramento and that's new for me. The idea that Sacramento is getting gentrified, or certain people believe it's starting to get gentrified, it's just a whole new topic of conversation that I think we should be talking about, and it would be nice to get other people's perspectives on it. So hopefully in the future, we'll be able to focus on that. Um, for now, this coffee table book is Drift Magazine, and it's available at Milka Coffee Roasters. Um, I've posted a lot about Milka because I'm obsessed with them. Their coffee's amazing. You should try the maple latte um, and the babinkas. The babinkas are ungodly. They are orgasmic. They are everything. A weird brownie. It's not even a brownie. It's just like this spongy, moist pastry of delight. You should try it. You should definitely go to Milka. Um, I'm obsessed with it. I hope it doesn't get too busy. It's already getting super busy and popular, uh, but I love them. And they carry all of these coffee table books. Drift Magazine is included. It's a insanely inspiring book. And if you are in the art industry, I would recommend picking up this. If you want to learn about businesses, I'd recommend picking this up. It's just, it's beneficial in multiple ways. Anyway, so my point was they interviewed the founder. Oh, I burped. I'm so sorry. Um, they interviewed the founder of Blue Bottle Coffee, and he said something that struck a chord with me in regards to misfit culture. He said, there's a misfit culture to what we do that attracts certain people. That said, we aren't misfits because we want to be. It's who we happen to be. And I don't know. It just made me think about how deeply relatable that phrase is. And I posted this on the podcast Instagram um, because at least to me, I think we've reached a point in society where being different is now glorified. Like we celebrate being a freak and a weirdo. And before, I think it was used as a way to exclude people that were different. 
it is now used, I think, as a way to relate to people that are different, which I love, and I put on the Instagram, Viva La Weirdos, our time has come. Um, but I wonder how many people think that this shift is a sign of social progress or another way to trend, becoming cool by being uncool. Because that's the thing, right? Like The first example that comes to mind is being a hipster. I feel like being a hipster came about because people wanted to dress different. They had a different taste in music, and they wanted to be original. I feel like that's the initial way hipsters came to be. And now everyone's a hipster. The style of hipsters, the way they dress is so mainstream. Their taste in music is now super popular. It's just something that started out as a way to stand out, and now you are one of the crowd of hipsters. And so I wonder if this is the same thing, where when you're being weird, or when you are weird, people stayed away from you. Now they think you're cool, and everyone's going to strive to be weird, even though people are, like, ultra-normal and have very, like, standard, boring views of things. Now maybe they're weird also. Like, I'm weird and mysterious because I said so, even though I have nothing to me as a person, no substance but being weird is cool now. So I just wonder if that's a thing. I actually had a friend of mine comment on uh, the Facebook post I did about this because I wanted to get feedback. And she said that the misfit culture is another form of gentrification. And this was another area where I wanted more information because maybe it is. I don't know. That's not something I considered when reading this to- about this topic. But if you think it is a form of gentrification, I'd like to know how. Like, not in an argumentative way, but in just an informative platform. Because it would be nice to see what other people think about it. I think it's a good thing. Misfits becoming more widely accepted, I think, is a good thing. I think a lot of... I feel like this is hard. I feel like a lot of the things happening in America, these awful, terrible, tragic things, I feel like a part of them probably stem from people who were outcasts and nobody was nice to became these awful adults that did awful things. And I don't know that for a fact. I'm saying that with very minimal information. So please don't attack me because I'm not saying that as something that is in stone as fact. It's just, I wonder if we could be a little nicer to people that are a little different from us, what we could gain from it. Personally, I'm just hoping it doesn't become another way to act pretentiously because I don't think being strange or different should be a reason to make other people feel like we're, we think we're better than them. You know, like, oh, you're normal. Like, how boring are you? You should be weird like me. I just don't want it to be another way to compare people and to feel superior to one another. I'm personally not interested in a social hierarchy. I don't know about you. But I do like the idea of a wider social acceptance. Like, appreciating what those people who are different than us could bring to the table. Their ideas, their dreams could really expand your entire way of thinking. Oh, that's my computer. Your entire way of thinking, if you're open to it. Like, I I find opinions are pretty deeply rooted in people most of the time. If you believe something and you've done your research, you believe it staunchly. I find that's the case with a lot of people, and it's hard for us to consider a different way of thinking, something that is outside the realm of what we feel to be true. And I think that makes it hard for people to think that someone different than them can provide something of value. I've never personally been popular in school or socially, but the people that like me, they really like me. And the ones that don't, really don't. 
And it's a space that I've always been very comfortable in. And I encourage that space in others. I encourage you to march to the beat of your own drum, be your own person, not pay attention to what other people think. Um, Because I think that also makes you a more interesting adult personally. Um, I did read something else on that topic when I was researching it. And it said, we like people that are like us. And that's true, right? Like, we want people to share our same opinions, the same politics, the same hobbies. It's just easier. It's not easy to get into a discussion with an opposing viewpoint. It's not easy to participate in a conversation you're not well informed on. It's out of your wheelhouse of understanding. I, I get that it's, it's not easy. It's uncomfortable. But I think it could be beneficial. I think challenging ourselves to try could be beneficial to us. Um, like, hey, this person's fucking weird, but what are they actually about? Like, maybe they do overnight volunteer work for an animal shelter a few cities away because their step-cousin's dog died, and even though that dog was kind of an asshole, it hit them some type of way when they passed away and they felt they needed to do this thing, and you had no idea because you didn't talk to them because they're not like you. And thus inherently not worthy of your interaction. I, don't, I just feel like that's fucked up. I feel like it's fucked up to write people off before trying, you know, before giving them an opportunity or a chance. Um, and that's probably the weird kid in me just being like, give them a little weirdo a chance. They're probably a cool person. Um, so I don't know. It's just something to think about. I would love to hear more feedback on what you feel misfit culture means because I think it's an ongoing discussion. Honestly, I heard the term and I was like, <gasps> I want to use that to brand my podcast because I like the idea of being a misfit, not fitting in, having that culture, a culture that embraces that. Blue Bottle Coffee embraces it. They are massively successful. They have great business models or so it seems. I've never actually worked there. I don't know for a fact, but you know, it's just working for certain corporations, and I think corporations are broadening their spectrum of personalities that are welcome. I had read something else that talked about high-end executives were starting to get jobs at Blue Bottle, which is probably strange um, for them, but they were bringing a different kind of culture and perspective that wasn't exactly accepted at Blue Bottle. Um, it was just an in- interesting read. Again, if you're at Milka, I would take a look at it, even if you don't buy it. It's really interesting. I want to buy the London Poppy because um, this brand, if you follow at Drift Mag, they actually do a London edition. They do a Tokyo edition, Mexico. They, they have a bunch of editions and it's just good culturally, I think, to look to. Yeah, they're focused on cafes, but uh, it really dives deeper into people and I like learning about people. Um, Another thing I wanted to go over for this podcast was uh, volunteer work, good causes. That's something that's going to be important to me when I'm talking about these things going on. One such cause that Lexa actually introduced me to, um, I love her if you can't tell, but she was uh, talking to me about, I was, we were hanging out at coffee and I was like, yeah, I really like to get involved in some kind of volunteer work. I don't know if I want to do it regularly or just for the holidays, but I'd like to do something good locally. I want to do a good thing. Um, A few years back, I worked for Keller Williams. I helped organize a Christmas toy drive for teenagers. It turned out amazingly. We we couldn't have asked for a better turnout. All the kids got everything they asked for, and it made my heart so happy. Um, I was lucky enough to be part of a larger organization at that time where 
it was something that was feasible to pull off. Real estate agents have money and they were more than happy to help these kids. Um, so it was a great platform. The year prior, I went to a McDonald's drive-thru and I purchased like 15 cheeseburgers, fries, and water bottles. And it was winter time and I just drove around Sacramento finding homeless people. I felt like it was a video game. Like I was just like driving around looking for them, like driving pretty unsafely, a little reckless. Um, and then I'd run out and hand them their food and say like happy holidays and I'd run back and they were so thankful. These people were so appreciative to have a warm meal on a rainy day. They didn't care that it was McDonald's. Maybe they cared. They didn't say it to my face, but they were just happy. They like thanked me and it was just the warmest feeling. And I'm going to be honest, part of the volunteer aspect, I think is a little selfish. I feel like people volunteer for different reasons. Some people volunteer because it makes their business look better. Let me talk to you about what I'm doing. And I don't blame you as long as people are getting helped and you're helping your business, like fucking do it. I don't care why you do it, just do it, just help if it's within your means to do so. Um, for me, it's a selfish reason because it feels good. You know, like, yes, you're helping homeless or children or whoever your charity or cause is, but it makes me feel so good. And that kind of warmth and happiness, just it's addicting. It makes you wanna do, okay, now what are we doing next year? What are we doing next week? What are we doing next month? So that's kind of where I'm at with it. When I talked to um, my friend, she told me about the mustard seed school in Sacramento. She's also a great resource for Sacramento. Like she knows everything that's happening and going on. Um, my other buddy, Joel in Portland is like the Lex of Portland and he knows everything going on in Portland. Hopefully someday we'll get to feature him as well. Um, Cause he is dope as shit and he would tell you all the things to do in Portland. Anyways, the mustard seed school. Uh, just a few facts on it. It is actually a school for children experiencing homelessness in Sacramento. It's a program that's run by uh, the Sacramento Loaves and Fishes. And most of us are familiar with the Sacramento Loaves and Fishes. Um, I volunteered for a couple uh, homeless events. So this is just the children-focused department. Um, and it's a free private school. And their goal is providing a safe, nurturing, and structured environment, a positive learning experience, happy memories, survival resources now listen to that again survival resources something about children and survival being in the same sentence hurts my heart a little bit it's just nothing that i feel like we've had to think about and so it hurts that they're having to find ways to survive it's just it's crazy to me but some of those resources are food clothing, shelter referrals, medical and dental screenings, immunizations, and counseling. Like counseling is something that a lot of us that were brought up with these resources as a standard staple in our household still need. Like we still need therapy. We still need counseling. We have all of these things standard. We got immunized. We have medical and dental insurance. We have good memories from school. And we still need counseling. We're still fucked up. And we, like me included, we still need someone else to help us figure out how to handle life. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. But these kids, more than anybody, deserve that resource. They need this counseling because they are experiencing and navigating such an unfortunate part of their life that if anyone deserves access to it, it's them. The Mustard Seed School also assists in helping kids enter or re-enter public school. 
So a lot of these kids experiencing homelessness aren't able to go to school. It's always, almost all, I should say almost always, not within their control. It's not their fault. You know, maybe they're living in their car and the car doesn't run or they are sleeping literally on the streets and they are not close enough to a school or they are not immunized, 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 immunized. Um, They're not immunized and don't get to be allowed into the school to have that education that they deserve. I don't know. It's just, I feel like school is such an important part of childhood. You're learning valuable skills. You're getting to do arts and crafts. Uh, You have PE and that's where you make your friends. You make your friends in elementary school and then you guys follow each other into middle school and then high school. Some of you follow each other into college. Like these are lifelong bonds that these kids are not able to experience. Since the school began in 1989, over 4,500 children have participated in mustard seed. And not to make it political because I really don't think that's my wheelhouse to talk or speak on. But I believe like in a world where lives are being taken so carelessly, this school, the teachers, the volunteers, they they might be saving these kids. You know? Like they might be forever altering the trajectory that their lives take as adults. And maybe they don't. Maybe some of them still end up in bad situations as adults unfortunately, but More than that, they are trying. Like, we could try. I could try. My life's pretty great, and honestly, I could do more. I could help them. And so could you. This Christmas, um, I'm going to be trying to organize something for the Mustard Seed School in the way of Christmas gifts. Um, I'm still in the process of figuring out the logistics of it, and I will definitely post about it once I have all of that figured out. But if you are interested in helping out the Mustard Seed School before then, they actually have a needs list that they post on their website. Some of the items include gift cards, gas cards, bus passes, ponchos, Clorox wipes. Also, they have the option of sponsoring a field trip. I know a lot of the people I know are real estate agents and a lot of them make a lot of money. And if you wanna do a good thing that will make your heart burst, I feel like you should sponsor a field trip. Like, I don't know how much that is, to be honest. That might be a little extravagant. But if you're able to, if you're in a financial position where you could sponsor field trips for these kids, like, absolutely do it. These are memories that they deserve to have. These are memories that your children are expected to have, those children deserve to have. Um, They also have a fresh fruit calendar, and you can ask about how uh, you can help out with their new family hygiene kit program, which also sounds cool. I did check out their Amazon wish list um, that I will also link as well for you guys. Honestly, the list was so sad. Like, it wasn't that the things that were on it were sad or it was a small list. It was just the things that they are asking for are so basic. Like, they are things that we can help them with without harming ourselves now, I don't know if that's the right term it's just it would be easy for us to help there was shirts for $20 there was whiteout for $13 I don't know why whiteout $13 but there's these things that all of us get automatically when we get a new job or when we go to school um that our parents buy for us these things that we don't give a second thought to that these kids consider a privilege or and on, I don't, it's just like stuff that we take for granted that would be simple enough for us to help. Like we could definitely do this. These gas cards are asking for $10, $10. That's like less than a meal you probably buy 
like less than your lunch, definitely less than your dinner. You can give them a gas card so their parents can get them to school. Um, if you have any donations for the Mustard Seed School, they can be dropped off at 1351 North C Street in Sacramento. Again, that's 1351 North C Street in Sacramento, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, that's all really that I have for this episode. I really wanted to do an intro and just kind of get the wheels moving um, of things to talk about next time. My goal is going to be to release a new episode I was going to do once a month, like the first Monday of the month, but if I want to say some shit, and I usually do, um, I might try and do this once every two weeks, like first Monday of the month, third Monday of the month. Obviously, it is not Monday. It's Tuesday, and we're doing this. Um, I will try not to be late again once I have this whole posting thing going. Next episode, I do really, 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 really want to spotlight a female or minority-owned business in either the Sacramento or the Bay Area um, because they just feel like they deserve more recognition. Like, boss bitches doing boss bitch things. Or minority-owned businesses because there's kind of a war on minorities right now, and I just think they should be celebrated as well for their accomplishments. Um, so I'm really excited. I'm going to do some more research on that. We're going to find something to feature in the regards of uh, the spotlight. In closing, I wanted to just thank everybody for tuning into this very first podcast of the Mission District. I'm really excited to get this started. I hope you're excited to listen. Um, I'm going to have a new section on my website to blog the highlights of each episode, and it'll be along with some photos that you can also find on the Instagram, which is at the Mission District Podcast. So for Instagram, the username is at the Mission District Podcast. If you have any questions or topic ideas for me to discuss with you, um, feel free to email me. The email address is the Mission District Podcast at gmail.com. Obnoxiously long. Like, atrocious, obnoxious, too fucking long for an email address. But you won't forget it. The Mission District Podcast at gmail.com. Um, before I leave, I did want to do the very first hashtag what's your mission. My current mission is to do good things. For the sake of doing good things, like I want to volunteer, donate, advocate, recycle, whatever makes this world just a little bit brighter and better, because Lord knows we need it right now. Um, I've spent too much time worrying about myself and just not enough time worrying about others, so I think this is a perfect time to work on that, and I'm excited, and I hope you tune in for next week's episode. Thank you. I love you. Enjoy your week.